honestly. again it recognizes <laughs> our high as a song it is very melodic as little mix says uh, sweet melody <laughs> we are the songstresses of a generation and i don't want people to forget that yeah i know that's that's an important thing to note so everyone can just <laughs> jot, that, jot down. that down zoom gets it so should you yeah so how about that um, welcome back to another episode of Honestly, a podcast with Zoe and Logan. <laughs> that was Logan. That was Zoe. <laughs> and I'm losing my voice. Yeah, you're going through something all of a sudden. Like you were literally fine. And then the we started recording and then you're like, I can't speak anymore. <laughs> no, it's like I will start coughing and my throat's gonna just close in on itself. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know why, but we're just gonna go with it. Yeah, just much like it. this little whoop, <laughs> keep it hair. Keep the struggle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How are you? Oh my goodness! Isn't that the million dollar question? <laughs> it certainly is. It certainly is. Um, how am I? How am I? <laughs> um, <laughs> broad city. How am I? How am I? Very that. Very that. Um. I'm okay <laughs> you know I think that's probably the easiest way to just mm-hmm. sum it up I'm okay like I'm certainly not good no and I would never say that of myself <laughs> I would never claim good as me you <laughs> no. know um I'm certainly not good but I also wouldn't go so far as to say that I'm bad right now (laughs) right now is a very you have to tag that on there you're very in the moment right now at press time (laughs) at press time I'm okay yeah um yeah you know same old I mean like what is there to fucking say literally nothing (laughs) and we just like spent 45 minutes before this talking yeah no so like we've really we did a good rundown of how we're like actually doing um, no, I'm fine. I'm okay. Um, you know, it is what it is. Every We're, day is the same, as mentioned before. Every day is the same. Um, and that's fine. I was listening to uh, this week's episode of Lost Culturistas earlier when I was working. And I think Matt was talking about the fact that it's so hard when everybody collectively feels bad. Yeah. Because it's so hard for you to, like, be able to feel, like, good or okay. Because it's just, like, we're all kind of collectively feeling the same sort of, like, shittiness right now. And so it's so hard where it's, like, you know, usually in the before times, it's, like, if (laughs) you were, if, like, you personally were maybe having a bad day, then, like, at least you could count on, like, other people in your life to, like, maybe, like, bring you up a little bit with, like, some positivity. Um, There's none of that right now. Like, we are all suffering. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's that's the thing. It's like before, like, sure, you and I have had times where our moods have not meshed. Mm-hmm, absolutely. Um, This is just like constantly like, I know I'm not going to be in like a good headspace. <laughs> and I know that you're probably also not in a good headspace. Yeah. It's- so there's no like, let's work this out. <laughs> exactly right like it's very hard this is just like a like a general thing that I've been thinking about but it's so hard to try to like pull somebody else up when you feel like shit you know because like you were saying like previously it's like if one of us was maybe having a bad day or like not feeling great then like maybe the other person would kind of like you know help pull the mood (laughs) up pull the other person up but it's so hard when we're all like down here yeah it's like (laughs) I can pull you up here but it's still down. Like yeah, there's exactly. No, we're not getting up there. It's like maybe another level, but no, it's still yeah. going to be miserable. No, we're not getting above the surface <laughs> no. at this point. So that's that's my long-winded way of explaining how I am. Um, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Very much the same. Yeah. Some days are better than others. Today is a weird day. I feel mm-hmm. very tired. Mm-hmm. I feel like all of the energy has truly been sucked out of me. And I don't know from what. Like, I haven't, like, exerted myself in any sort of way, no. but I could fall asleep in this moment. Well, I was saying this to my mom yesterday, maybe. Who's to say? <laughs> Who knows? Um, what day is it? <laughs> but, like, she was also feeling, like, really tired. I think I think it was yesterday. Um, and she kind of, like, said the same thing. She's like, you know, yeah. like, what do I, like, why am I tired? Like, I'm not doing anything. And I'm like, just existing <laughs> right now is exhausting. Yeah. Like, there is something so tiring about living the same day over and over again with absolutely no variables nothing new nothing to look forward to like it's fucking bleak and it's exhausting it is it (laughs) is and I just feel like especially like you more so than I the last couple of days but there's been a lot of like meetings and things and I find it very difficult to be like not just like super quiet and Mm -hmm. especially when it's like a one-on-one sort of meeting it's like I can't I'm even more tired at the end of it than I already was like I'm just I don't want to have to like pretend like oh yeah let's make small talk what are your plans that's exactly it and I feel like that's (laughs) that's one of the downsides (laughs) in having like a like a classic nine to five office job right now is that there are like a lot of opportunities for like small talk and like daily or weekly meetings and it's so hard with like you and I being two people that are very much like um going through it at the best of times yeah (laughs) that's a good way to say um currently in the worst of times like we're like really (laughs) we're hanging in there (laughs) Um, and it is it's so hard and again so exhausting to try and like put on this like fake yeah persona and be like oh my god what's new with you guys <laughs> like it's I want to like, die Becky like, like, Becky <laughs> I'm hanging on by a thread anything will send me over the edge it could be you it probably will be it could be you Becky <laughs> I just I feel like <laughs> it will be you. It's just like, I feel like even before it was like, we're both introverted people. So like, mm-hmm. even before it was like, okay, you have to like put on this sort of like mask to like, yeah. be like, 
I'm bubbly and interested in this conversation <laughs> and I know what you're saying like all this stuff and like that has just been heightened beyond mm. belief it just like I I can't do it anymore no because I'm tired. like because like at this point I just feel like there's nothing that I can even like pretend to be positive about you no. know like in the before times it was like sure there are things that I can like feed off of yeah. to like be positive right now <laughs> baby there's nothing <laughs> where are they so that's that's fun I totally I feel you it's exhausting and then I feel like it's so easy to like beat yourself up and be like why am I tired like I shouldn't be tired I'm not doing anything and it's just like no like this is exhausting and you're allowed to be tired thank (laughs) you I don't know (laughs) and then you go still even this far into it Mm -hmm. still happening you go on twitter instagram and there's people being like there's so much to be grateful for and it's like um sure there's always going to be something to be grateful for Mm -hmm. but like I don't think we have to talk about that right now (laughs) yeah like I don't think that's benefiting anybody right now I as mentioned in last week's episode I've been on pinterest a lot recently And so there's, like, a certain, like, vibe that'll sometimes come up where it's just, like, like gratitude journal vibes. Yes. And it's, like, I am not knocking those at all. People seem to swear by them. And I think it's, like, it's a good practice to get into if, like, yeah. that's what you want to do. If it works for you. But it's, like, the idea of, like, waking up every day and being like here are three things I'm grateful for and it's like listen yes there are things that I'm grateful for but right now it's going to be the same three things every every goddamn day it's like I have a home I have a job I'm around a family yeah you know it's like I'm grateful for my health my family's health yeah my friend's health yeah I have a roof over my head I have a job it's like that's that's it that's it and so it's like I am grateful for those things but I like I don't need somebody telling me to be like, just jot down some things that you're grateful no. for. And like, that doesn't always make me feel better. Like sometimes that makes me feel worse. Like things are <laughs> like, things are different for other people. But sometimes if I'm like, oh, let's like write down things or like think about things I'm grateful for at the end of like, wow, I'm like really ungrateful. Yes, right. I'm like, wow, this whole time I'm j- I feel sad, but like I shouldn't feel sad because I have things to be like it doesn't work for my brain no I totally get that because like I always feel like that's kind of I've always felt like that's kind of like the point of it right is yeah. to like readjust your thinking and like for you to realize oh actually I have a lot that I'm grateful for and I shouldn't yeah. be sad about yeah. things and it's like I don't think that that thought process really tracks because it's like I don't think those are mutually exclusive like I think I can be grateful for things in my life and be yeah. extremely like thankful that I have health and all of that but like I can still be sad and depressed about things yes like, exactly it's like it reminds me of like when I was going to like social work and like was seeing was having to do the things like where like what are you anxious about right now and then mm-hmm. she'd have me like pick out like the thinking styles or whatever mm-hmm. of, like what it was and it's like I didn't like that didn't feel super helpful to me because I was like I know that that's not a reasonable thing to think Mm -hmm. like I know I'm like catastrophizing or whatever it is (laughs) like I know that I'm doing that but like that I'm still gonna be doing it even though I know I just now can name what exactly just because you can put a name to it doesn't mean that that like makes it better (laughs) exactly like it's sometimes like you know it works for some people and that's good but (laughs) 
the catch-all yeah we're all we're all just trying to get by the best we can and if something works for you that's fantastic keep doing what you're doing but I don't want to go for a walk I don't want to get a gratitude journal I want to hug a tree (laughs) talk to a tree or whatever that's just uh, that's not that's not doing it for me personally no so have you watched anything new consumed any new thank you for asking um what did I write down this week I have to keep track as I like watch or read or listen to things because otherwise I don't remember that's that's why I like never have anything because (laughs) I just forget instantly um the only oh my god I'm like really congested all of a sudden I'm literally me always I'm so sorry everyone (laughs) to listen to our sniffles and a lot going on in my nasal cavity right now I'll pass you a Kleenex via camera (laughs) um I think the only new thing that I consumed in the past week was I read a book (laughs) oh hell yeah back in my book bag as it were (laughs) and it were um I read Detransition Baby by Tori Peters um I don't know if this happens to you I feel like we follow a lot of like the same people on Twitter and so like we follow a lot of like writers and stuff like that I feel like every few months there's always like a book that comes out that like everyone I follow is talking about yeah. and I'm like I cannot escape it so like the last month or so it's been this book Detransition Baby and like so many people I follow were talking about it and posting about it and I was like well damn I need to read it <laughs> well I guess I'm going in <laughs> so I ordered it and like just devoured it in a weekend it's so good it's about three women cisgendered and transgender there's Ames who is a trans woman who detransitioned and is now living as a man there's Reese who's a trans woman and then Katrina who's a cis woman and basically Ames ends up getting Katrina pregnant and so they're dealing with you know an unexpected pregnancy yeah and then Reese has like always like really wanted to be a mother and so they basically like come together to like maybe raise this child as like a little triad um it's really good um it talks about like just motherhood and womanhood and just like I don't like it was just I thought it like covered like so many like really good topics and looked at things in a way that I don't think you would normally look at in just like a cis book by like a cis person sort of thing Tori Peters who's the author is like a trans woman and so it really just looked at things in like a new light and it just really was like an interesting way to like look at femininity and womanhood and like what it means quote unquote to like be a woman and stuff like that it was really really good I would highly recommend it I also Um, love when like stories are like you hear like different perspectives and then it goes into the same thing I always find those are very good in movies too where you're like oh it connects (laughs) exactly and like they kind of like hop back and forth with like time a little bit so you get like some flashbacks um and then there's like present day stuff which I always love I love like getting like flashbacks for like more Mm -hmm. information and stuff um because basically the characters of like Reese and Ames were like in a relationship but then they broke up and then Ames detransitioned and then they get into a relationship with Katrina. And so it's just like all of these people kind of converging 
yeah for this one thing it was really good <laughs> like it's like I've this is the first book I've like finished reading yeah. this year I've been like slowly working my way through some others but I'm like is it too early to claim that this is my favorite <laughs> book of the year because I think it'll be you right heard it. <laughs> you heard it here let's remember at the end of yeah. the year if that changes well, we'll come back to this um yeah that's the only new thing that yeah. I've <laughs> been it's funny that you to. talk about like everyone talking about it on Twitter because or like Instagram because mm-hmm. like legitimately I'm not joking like I'm gonna start screenshotting things because like <laughs> you'll post that you've read a book or like yeah. you've, you'll tell me that you've read a book and then like the next day everyone's posting about that book and I'm like wait <laughs> Logan just finished reading that book oh my god that's I'm, like so I'm in the loop she's an influencer oh my god I'm a bookfluencer <laughs> bookfluencer that's her but yeah, it was good. It's been like, I get, well, not a while. I The last book I read last year was fiction, but I feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm technically generally more drawn to nonfiction. Like I'm always just like, oh, like I love a good memoir or like a yeah. book of essays or something like that. And I do, but I feel like I don't get through them as quickly, but it's like, mm. if you give me like a good fiction, like yeah. I will just like go through it so quickly. And so it's kind of like, I don't know like reignited that in me so I'm just like I want to read more fiction because it's not not that I like enjoy it more or Mm -hmm. like whatever but it's just like it's just so fun to like sit down and get like engrossed in like a story as opposed to like oh this is like a little essay or something like that you know so yeah that is that's my one recommendation that I have for this week (laughs) is a book (laughs) what about you (laughs) Um, I finally watched Birds of Prey on the weekend. <gasps> Ooh, thoughts, feelings. Very good. Yeah, I was not. I feel like when Suicide Squad came out, I was very excited because, like, I think Harley Quinn is a fun character. Yes. And then it it happened <laughs> the way that it happened, and it was like okay, okay. So when there was like a movie coming out that was like just, mm-hmm. I was like, oh no! Like, I hope they don't they don't do that again but it was um you know directed and produced by a woman so it was amazing what a difference that can make (laughs) and it was very very good I really enjoyed it and also the soundtrack was really good (laughs) the soundtrack is so good and it's just such a fun movie oh my goodness I also love like all the colors like I just find like Harley is very fun with all the yes and she had like her costumes and birds of prey were so much more fun than in suicide squad (laughs) i was like wow like yeah i could see how you could probably like do a backflip in shorts instead of like in a like silky like bathing suit material (laughs) underwear like i don't really know what it was but (laughs) the jury's still out on that i don't know but i'm happy for you i guess (laughs) each their own I don't think it's realistic for um, fighting. Hey, I'll say it. (laughs) I'll say it. I don't think that's conducive, but okay. Also love the hyena. I would like a pet hyena. (laughs) Oh my God. Yes. Wait, what was its name? Bruce. Bruce. Yes. (laughs) So cute. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. The hyena was a great touch. (laughs) I really, I really, and the beaver the oh taxidermy God. beaver yes. in a ballerina outfit I was like I want that for my own home that like feels very you like that feels like I could see that like in your home that would that's it feels right it's the right amount of kitsch yeah for exactly. what I'm looking for. that's pretty like I 
don't think I've really watched anything else. Like all like YouTube. Mm-hmm. Sure, always. YouTube. I've been diving in to find more information about like the friendship breakup between um Shane and Drew Monson to see uh, if I can find anything about that. I'll send you one video that I watched last night. It's short, okay. but it's interesting because it's talking about like grooming. Oh. And what I didn't know about their friendship was they started communicating and like tweeting each other when Drew was 13 and Shane was in his 20s and that's oh. when they started hanging out don't love that no and like there's like tweets that they show where he's like where Shane's like text like tweeting at Drew like haha like sexy or whatever to like one of his pictures or something so it's like a very interesting and there's a clip of him like forcing Drew to like drink before he's 21 Mm. and he's like I don't want to like I don't really want to and he's like touching him like it there's just something like very like he doesn't want to like don't yeah you don't have like, to make him do it and then he ends up doing it and then he's getting like teary-eyed and he's like are you crying why are you crying it's like he didn't want it's very uncomfortable oh that's so I will gross. send it to you because it's like a lot of things again like with the way D'Angelo Wallace like did his video about Shane mm-hmm. where it's like a lot of things like because you don't see it back to back it doesn't always register or like it registers in the moment is like that's kind of weird but like you don't mm-hmm. see the bigger picture yeah but, like finding out that they started being friends when he was 13 is really uncomfortable uh, yeah I had no idea that he was that no. young I thought that they met when like Drew came to LA or were mm-hmm. like became more of like a youtube presence oh when that... he was like 20 but no 13 that doesn't sit right with my spirit no i be don't honest. i don't like that um so that's that's pretty much it my content is just like constantly trying to find more of uh, youtube tea that's really yeah. all i do okay well speaking of youtube tea can yes. we like go off on like a little tangent for a second literally always because i feel like we need to talk about the david dobrik of it all oh yes <laughs> because like not that like any of the tea that came out like when trish was talking about it on frenemies last week like not that any yeah. of that was particularly new but i just feel like we've never like talked about that on the yes. podcast and like in the past we've both been like pro David Dobrik yeah. so I feel like we need to he has a very friendly um persona mm-hmm. on the internet <laughs> yeah so I feel like we maybe just need to like walk that back slightly because yes, um, yes. <laughs> things change things happen people change things happen people change <laughs> very that um so basically on frenemies was it last week am I right in saying that that it was last I, week I think it was last week when they were talking about like Jason and stuff yeah yeah um Trisha and Ethan did kind of like a deep dive about David Dobrik and Jason 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 <laughs> Jason <laughs> oh my god that that's beautiful um our brains are melting they're they are us. they're melted like they're not yeah, they're it's done soup. it's soup brains um, David Dobrik and Jason Nash, which is a hard name to say when you it's, think about there's it. There's too many like. Shh, 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 shh. That's what he that's should what, do. Shh. That's what everyone who's listening is doing. Shh, shh. Um, they did kind of a deep dive on all of the um, 
mm, problematic in the best sense of yeah. the word. Um, racist is another yeah. word that could be mm-hmm. used. Um, shit that they've done. And I remember a lot of this stuff kind of came out back in the summer, at least the mm-hmm. David Dobrik stuff, because Seth, who is a yes. former member of the vlog squad, um, made a video back in the summer talking about his experience being a part of that friend group. I'll use yeah. that in quotes. <laughs> um, and again, for people who aren't like on YouTube every minute of their life and maybe don't know <laughs> who, who aren't <laughs> extremely online, like extremely some of us. online, like congrats on like not having brain damage like some of us. Um, basically, Seth was part of this little squad that included a bunch of David's friends. Yeah. Um, Seth was the only black person in that group. And um, boy, oh boy, did he get um, ridiculed. (laughs) Yeah, used for a lot of like unfunny jokes, like A, because they're racist, Mm -hmm. first and foremost. Yeah. Also like not, don't even make you go like, oh, I I think they were trying to be funny. Like, it's just like, it never even is close to being funny. Yeah. it made me think of this because you were talking about like the D'Angelo Wallace video about Shane Dawson and about how when you see it all back to back to back like that it's like jarring because like when you're just seeing like snippets here and there in different videos over the course of like several years I think it can be easy to kind of just like it goes over your head or you kind of just like you go oh that was a bit weird but whatever and you just kind of move on especially when it's like the length of the content that he's making is like five minutes like mm-hmm. you're watching it for a couple minutes and then it's done like it's not like there's like immediately after that clip would be something else so like exactly. I don't know like if it would always like register yeah it's like the way that David um like edited his vlogs or whoever edited them for him like it was always a lot of like fast cuts and like yeah. from bit to bit to bit um but basically like Seth came out and was talking about this back in the summer and just kind of had like example after example after example of all of these situations that he was put in being a part of this again friend group quote unquote mm-hmm. um including when they turned him into the police that's what i was just about to say i was going to say the worst of it probably yeah. that is like because the rest of it was like like stupid racist shit where it's yeah. just like oh like a watermelon joke which is like obviously racist but it's just like it's so dumb or like them putting chocolate pudding on their face yeah like oh like we're not doing blackface like you just walked in on us with pudding on our face like it was just such dumb shit like that but then yeah I guess like Seth had like a warrant out for his arrest because he had like a bunch of unpaid tickets or something like that yeah, for it was his like car. traffic violations stuff. like it wasn't anything like he wasn't a dangerous criminal or anything no. like that um and david thought it would be lol so funny to turn this black man over to the police mm-hmm. drive because, him there and then make him get out of the car and yeah. stand outside because nothing bad has ever come of a situation police like that before and black people no never um so that's that's interesting that um that is like probably the worst thing I've ever seen Mm -hmm. um youtubers do which is saying a lot because like youtubers are notoriously terrible (laughs) but that's like at least top 10 
It's right like, up there just, for sure. There's like no, there's nothing redeemable about that whatsoever. Um, also, another clip that they like looked at on Frenemies was with Liza, who is very known for being like wholesome, kind of like a good host. A lot of like kid shows, mm-hmm. just them fully like mocking Asian people for yeah. like a full video they only showed clips of it but the whole video was them tasting asian snacks so i can only assume it was the entire video mm-hmm. but like faking an accent like pretending to speak a language when yeah. you're like not oh, you're just making noises just making noises and you're like isn't that funny it's like no you're a dumbass <laughs> like yeah it the liza <sighs> koshi thing is funny because like i remember like watching a video last year probably about like all like the quote-unquote like problematic things that she's done and like problematic just really seems to be like a code word for racism at this point um and it is so interesting because like you said she's always kind of been seen as like very wholesome and family friendly and she's Mm -hmm. really transitioned to like mainstream media with like yeah little to no effort almost it's like people just like and like I get it like she's a very charismatic person she's like fun outgoing bubbly like I totally get like why people would want her hosting or whatever um but it's just like damn like she's not she's not exempt from any of this and then like it's always like when you see people on twitter being like talking about something like their boyfriend said where they're like extremely homophobic and then you're Mm -hmm. like but why are you dating them if you're not also homophobic it's like it's a that situation where it's like well if if David was doing all these racist things of course like Liza wasn't exempt Mm -hmm. from being involved in that at all yeah and I think like the thing with like Liza and David when they were together was I feel like David kind of felt like he got a free pass because Liza is like a brown woman and so I feel like she kind of he felt like oh like I'm allowed to like say or do these yeah. things because I have like a girlfriend who's like not white basically yeah. <laughs> and she thinks it's funny so that's the thing and like in that video where they're like tasting the Japanese snacks or whatever mm-hmm. she keeps going like no and he's like oh I can't say it and she's like no you can I just have to keep saying no yeah like, that's very telling of the whole situation it's like you know that it's something you shouldn't be doing you know that it's racist yeah but you still think it's funny and you're like playing into this joke of like oh no don't do that oh my god don't do that but like continue doing it yeah it's fun because I think it's funny and like David is kind of one of those people where it's like there's a lot of evidence of him being kind of like shitty to say the least yeah um but again, he's kind of just been able to come away from all of it unscathed. And like, he has like a very good team of people who will take videos down if, you know, there's like unflattering yeah. footage, basically. <laughs> it's so interesting because like, it, it does sound so dramatic when like Trish talks about it because mm-hmm. she's like so involved. Um, But like, it is like a cult. Like it is like a cult. Like he has the squad there Mm -hmm. and they while they're there will do like anything and everything that David asks them to do even if it's like at harm to themselves at harm to people around them Mm -hmm. they'll just do it because he asked them to and for like while they're in there they're making money and they're relevant and they have a platform and they feel like on top of the world the second Mm -hmm. that they're out of that they don't exist like they 
it's creepy like it's very scary yeah um big nick was another one who was very much a part of that squad for a while and then was not a part of it very suddenly (laughs) and he was he was on h3 last week or earlier this week I don't know um and I watched like a little bit of the interview and he was basically talking about like I was so depressed being a part of that like because they would just like ridicule me and make fun of me and put me down and it was all like for the sake of like a joke or whatever and he was like I was like I was the punchline to all of their jokes and he's just like like I just hated myself Like, that's the thing, like, it's, like, never, like, a fun, like, this is my friend. It's, like, every single person in David's video is, like, a prop. Like, they're not a person. that's exactly it. It's just, like, this is, this is what I'll use to make my joke. Yeah. And, like, they always call it bits. And, like, well, a bit, like, has to be funny. Like, that's the purpose of it. Like, you can't just be, like, it's a bit. (laughs) And, like, throw your friend off a roof or something. Like, that's not a bit. Well, it's, it's, like, the same when people, like, say something that's mean and then they're like well I was just joking yeah it's like or the go-to now where it's like it's satire and it's like it's like literally not at all (laughs) I urge you to just like do a quick google search of what that word means for the love of god yeah no I mean it's like you look through the history of the vlog squad and people that have come and gone Mm -hmm. and it's like yeah there are still a lot of people that were there from the get-go but you know it's like people like Seth, people like Big Nick, people who are like visible minorities who were being yeah. used as punching bags and as the butt of every joke. It's like they they didn't stick around. <laughs> no. And it's like even the Trisha situation mm-hmm. where it's like she obviously has her own history of things. Absolutely. She also is very obviously mentally ill. Mm-hmm. Um, she asked repeatedly not to have this one joke because it would like trigger her again, and, like, like cause joke. her Let's... joke. Yeah, she asked like to not like keep doing that around mm-hmm. her. She didn't want to see it in the videos because it would like cause problems in her relationship with Jason. Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> and and they just kept doing it on purpose mm-hmm. because they knew she would get a reaction, and they're like, oh my god, like Trish is crazy. That's yeah. our gag that she's just a crazy person. It's like exactly. Okay. It was like you know, Seth was funny because he was black. Big yeah. Nick was funny because he was a little person. Yeah. Um, and Trisha was funny because she has mental health issues. Yeah. And it's that's like, it. Like that's <laughs> when you say it like that, none of that seems funny. <laughs> Interesting how the joke doesn't seem to land now when you break it down. It's um, it was. Ugh, it's just so gross and then like Jason is a whole other Jason can of worms the most pathetic person I think I've ever heard of yeah just, I like, mean let's I just, just come out and say it <laughs> I, like literally I don't know how to say that nicer no there there is no other so, way to say it other than like pathetic is the only adjective yeah. that I think like really sums him up it's just he is a, a father of two kids who are close in age to David closer mm-hmm. in age to David than they are than he is to yeah. David, mm-hmm. um, lives with children that aren't his children, that are someone else's children. They're, they're his employers. Sorry. Mm-hmm. He lives with his child employers. He, he literally hurts himself mm-hmm. constantly for what reason? 
I don't know. He degrades himself for money. Um, and not even 50-50. And not even a 50-50 split. Like, no. you're a 45-year-old man, no. give or take. Like, you are, you're middle-aged. Like, you're let's just, there. let's say it. Um, you're a father. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are, like, you just allow yourself to be pushed around and Mm -hmm. degraded and made a fool of Mm -hmm. by a 21 year old kid yeah it's it's weird I'm gonna be honest that's some weirdo behavior and what Trisha was saying in the podcast last week is that after her and Jason broke up like for the the final time (laughs) kind of like the The big one the big one as it were um uh, supposedly David told Jason that he was to cut off all contact with Trisha and never speak to her again like you're really if gonna he let was his father <laughs> if he was his father like you're really gonna let this like child mm-hmm. <laughs> tell you how to live your life gonna allow this child to dictate who you pursue a romantic relationship with And, like, there's people who make the argument for him that, like, it's his job, so he has to, like, protect his, like, livelihood or whatever. But, like, let's imagine for a second, you work in an office job, Mm -hmm. and you start dating someone, and then you have a breakup, and your boss finds out about your breakup, and your boss sits you down and goes, um, you have to never see her again. Like, that's not how That's not their authority. (laughs) They do not have the authority to say that, to make that call for you it's like I do like it's just so weird I I do almost feel like Jason is just like not worse like he's not like the worst one out out of all of them but I'm just like you are literally a grown man yeah he's the one who should know better like they're all adults yeah but if anyone should be like the guiding (laughs) force behind this it should be a 45 year old man with what's children the, what's the split on their podcast again it's like oh, he gets 10 percent, i think 90 10 of the great. whole thing yeah so again for those of you who are unaware god bless you um david dobrik and jason nash do a podcast together called views and it's like listen i am zoe and i are not professional podcasters this no, is we very are much <laughs> this is very no, much we are <laughs> um a passion project this is something that we do for fun um so you know like we're not we're not experts when it comes to the podcasting world but i just think that if two people are hosting mm-hmm. a show and you're then splitting any revenue or profits that come from it, would you settle for 10% if the other person was getting, oh, I don't know, 90%? And the, the other person is a 20-year-old millionaire? <laughs> Just that as an added cherry on mm-hmm. top. Yeah. There has been, like, I used to listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> but, um they would like joke about it all the time like David would just bring it up that he makes like 90% and Jason only gets 10 and they would have like um like plan to have like a game where it's like if Jason wins they'll like give him an extra like 5% or something like it's so bleak like it's so sad that that's your life and that you're just fine with that and I remember you're clinging to it I remember when all the stuff about Brendan Cavillo dating an underage yes. girl came out. Yeah. Um, and Trisha made her video about that. And it was mostly about Brendan, but 
she talked about David a bit and compared him to Ted Bundy, which at the time I was like, whoa, that's insane, Trisha, yeah. calm down. Um, but I think she's on to something in terms of like <laughs> getting away with things. Getting away with things and like not to Shane Dawson it, but like the thing about sociopaths. Is... I love that this is two episodes in a row where we've been like, not to Shane Dawson. <laughs> Um, like again, like I'm not saying that David is a sociopath, but I'm just saying that there are tendencies. There are maybe some tendencies, and I just feel like there's something in your brain, there's something going on in your brain that you find it fun, you find it entertaining, you take pleasure in the fact that these people will dance like little monkeys for yeah. you <laughs> and like often hurt themselves. Oh my god, I can't even count the number of vlogs I would watch where I would, like, be cringing because yeah. I was like, somebody is about to die on camera. <laughs> like, literally Zane, like, scaling a wall, like, blackout drunk, like, scaling the house and falling off. And everyone's like, haha, I'm like, oh, this man is in danger. Dude, like, in a another, lot of ways. That's another thing. And it's like, I am, like, I am not, I'm not going to cast aspersions or, like, make any assumptions. But it's just, like, there are a lot of vlogs where it's, like, Zane has, like, is, like, visibly intoxicated. Yeah. And, like, to the point of blacking out, to the point of, like, scaling being a building. Yeah. Being sick, like, injuring himself. And it's just, like, I get it. Like, drunken stuff can be funny sometimes. But yeah. it's just, like, again, it feels like that thing where it's, like, it feels like you're exploiting your friend who, like, yeah. clearly has... A, a complicated a relationship yeah. with drinking let's say at least um, that's what it looks like yeah from our perspective seeing those videos over and over again and that's the thing like the first couple of times like it's funny yeah and then as it goes on you're like uh should I be worried about this person because I kind of am that's exactly it it's just like I am just thinking to like being out with friends and stuff like that and it's just like if my friend was literally trying to like scale a building my first thought wouldn't be like let's get out the vlog yeah. camera <laughs> especially when it's like above a like concrete fountain or whatever it was it's like he could like he could kill himself like yeah. he could fall and die and you'd just be like got it for the vlog no I know it's amazing that all of them are still alive at this point yeah, to be honest like, truly it's a whole big thing I mm, they were it reminds me like very much like um on frenemies today they were doing the newlywed game which was very <laughs> wholesome and fun um but there was like a question about like if um if you could like delete like, they were asking Trisha, like, if Moses could delete something off of your phone, like, a, an app, what would it be? Mm -hmm. Right? And sh they both got it right. And she put, like, a specific Tumblr. But he and he put the specific Tumblr because Trisha checks every day on Tumblr an update account about the vlog squad. <laughs> and it started off as, like, a vlog squad, like, super fan. And yeah. now they, like, hate them. Now they're, like... Because they're, like, not following COVID guidelines yeah. and things like that. So this person has, like, fallen out of love with Vlog Squad. Oh but they were asking Moses, they were, like, like, don't you find that weird? Like, do you think, like, she's not over, like, Jason or something like that? And he was, like, at the beginning, I didn't understand it. But now it's, like, these are people Trisha saw every single day this was her boyfriend this was like people she thought were her friends mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden she was just like out like just kicked like just gone. discarded yeah it just reminds me a lot of just like friendship breakups 
mm-hmm. where it's like all of a sudden it's like this person is here all the time and like thinks highly of you or like so you think yeah. right? and then the next second it's like you just like don't speak and you're like well everyone views them in a certain way and exactly like, I can't imagine what it would be like for like something such a big scale like people love David Dobrik yeah like that's the thing like I don't see him getting like canceled anytime soon despite the fact that I mean he's done a lot of shit that like people are rightfully upset about and like you know maybe he should take some time away from the spotlight as it were um but I don't think it's gonna happen people regardless of like the small group of us who are like seems like maybe not the best guy (laughs) you know there are people who are like oh my god no I love him so much and I think like he gets away with it because he's just like well I give I give all my friends cars and I donate money to people and yeah it's like charming absolutely and it's just like again it's that idea of like just because this person does good things keep in mind is doing good things to vlog them on camera and put them on the internet for people to see um like, just because he's doing good things doesn't mean he can't also do bad things. <laughs> yeah. And that's, like, I, like, feel like we've talked about this before, but it's, like, if you constantly have to, like, tell people you're a good person mm-hmm. or, like, an empath <laughs> or, like, you're constantly, like, putting content out there of, like, you donating money or you, like, mm-hmm. doing something nice for people, it's, like, are you doing that to do something nice or are you doing it because you know you're going to get a positive reaction from other people? Exactly. Because like maybe at the beginning it started as like, oh, like I'll just give this car away. Like I have money to do that. They're going to sponsor me to do it. But like after the like 27th car or whatever, it's like you're just doing it because you know it gets a positive reaction from people watching it. And it also just, so he posted a, a video yesterday I think because he just bought a new house I don't know mm. if you have you watched the video I haven't watched the video but okay. I saw a picture that he had posted a video mm-hmm. so I decided to watch it because I was just curious about the new place that he got yeah and it's I, I mean, love it's, house tour videos it's massive it's those. gorgeous I can't even imagine how much it cost um <laughs> but towards the end of the video he surprises two of his assistants with new cars mm-hmm. um which is like I used to like watch like his videos like that and be like yeah. so like touched. And I was like, oh my yeah, god, like, like, that's, that's so nice. nice. A, it just kind of feels predictable at this point. It's just like who's getting a card this week. Yeah. And also it just like if I like, but then I guess like he doesn't care. I was gonna say like if I were him, I would really be questioning who is in my life because they genuinely like me as a person. And who and wants who, a car? <laughs> and who's in my life because they're just yeah. waiting for you know $50,000 or a new car or whatever and it's like but I guess like he doesn't care for him it doesn't matter because they're all disposable to him anyway so it also feels very weird and has always felt a little weird to me that like the people that he like generally employs as his like assistants are like girls his age yeah and, like, people that he has, like, known as a friend or something. Like, that feels, like, very, like, I will always have the upper hand over this. Like, you're... Yes. You're, it's never going to be, like, an equal situation or, like, a, an actual job situation where you can no, be, like... exactly. Talk to someone and be, like, yeah, my boss is, like, making me set up something so someone can jump off the roof into a pool. <laughs> like, I don't know. Well, and, like, I'm just thinking about, like, I don't know, like, if they're still 
seeing each other like what the story is there but like Natalie and Todd were like clearly there was something going on between them there for a while and it's like something yeah something and it's like again like David would like post shit in his vlogs of like Todd like trying to like sneak out of Natalie's room and it's just like oh it's just like these are like supposed to be your friends these are like their private relationships and it's like that was like also something that Trisha was talking about on the podcast about like was it like Corinna was having issues because David had like filmed something of like her and Todd and she was like I really don't want that in the vlog and David was like I'll like basically like I'll pay you to let me put it in the vlog and it's like that's not how it works (laughs) like I remember when Trisha was talking about that I was like oh I remember like exactly what that was like I remember that happening and being like oh my god they filmed that for the yeah speaking of Corinna what's she been up to I know that she like does like um like streaming and stuff now but like I don't think like I don't think she's even like because after she broke up with Todd like I feel like she was still in the videos Mm -hmm. and after a while I was just like yeah nothing I really it's kind of like I feel the same way about you know like Drew Monson and Garrett and um the other one Andrew <laughs> did the filming yeah. um it's like I want them to come forward and talk yeah. about like why they're no longer friends with Shane it's like people who used to be in the vlog squad it's like somebody like Corinna I think like if she were to like I think she speak up <laughs> because I mean like that was the other thing like and it's like again like I don't know I don't know how much of it people were like genuinely wanting to like put themselves out there for and like how much they were like yeah sure like I'll be a part of this because like it's gonna get me followers and views and stuff like that but it's like they always just like portrayed Corinna in such a way where I'm just like does she really want this or like is she just doing it because she's like well I guess like I'll profit off of it they made her seem like so stupid also and I really don't think that she is at all well remember when her and Tanner (laughs) were trying to spell conscious that's um (laughs) I take it back. <laughs> no, but I mean, never like, mind. But I mean, like, spelling isn't necessarily an indication yeah. of like your intelligence or whatever. But no, it's like I totally agree. They made her out to be like this dumb blonde yeah. who was like such a slut and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, and it's like maybe she was totally okay with that, and she was like, yeah, I'm fine being that person. But like, maybe she wasn't, or yeah, maybe, like, maybe, <laughs> or maybe there was some sort of like coercion there of like holding power (laughs) over people's heads (laughs) it definitely seems like it because he has like characters that he wants to fill in his like vlogs did you see the puzzle thing oh okay I like saw some people talking about it because I think they mentioned it on frenemies one episode yeah and like I had seen him post about it on his instagram story david um but I like don't know any of the backstory so this is like I didn't hear anything about it until that one episode of Frenemies where they mm-hmm. talk about it. But Ethan is like really angry about it, and I understand why. Mm-hmm. Because basically, what the point is, is he's selling this puzzle mm-hmm. that's like guaranteed you'll win something. Okay. So like when you finish the puzzle, it's a QR code, right? And then you scan it, and you can win like. 10 cents to like hundreds and thousands of dollars so like you're always gonna win money but the thing is like the puzzle is like 50 bucks or something so it's like you can buy this 50 dollar puzzle and then get 10 cents so it's like (laughs) david is making so much money off Mm -hmm. of this puzzle from people being like oh my god i can win like a hundred thousand dollars from david dobrik and (laughs) 
Ethan's like, it's gambling. Like this is un like regulated gambling for children. Like it's gambling. Yes. <laughs> and it is like it is. And it's one of the most wild things. Well, okay, it's so he funny. gets to do stuff like this. It's so funny that you say that and the gambling thing, because didn't was it Jake Paul or Logan Paul? They got in shit there like a year yes. or two ago because yes. they were like promoting like basically like an online gambling thing to like their children audience. And it's just like, like granted, like the Paul brothers are still very much like online and like yeah. make content and like they're still very popular, but it's like they have been in their fair share of scandals where it's like, yeah. oh, you've been like down for the count for a minute. But it's like David does the same he shit that do they do. Wrong. <laughs> And nothing. You never hear this shit getting covered by any sort of mainstream media. No. no. That's like, I think it like started off with Trisha being like, well, I don't think that's bad. Like, it's just like a puzzle. Mm-hmm. And then the more Ethan was like, it's gambling. and like freaking out about it. She was like, it, it's a, just another thing. Like other people do it and they get like reamed out, like called out for things. And yeah. he does the same thing, but he has people who are better at covering it yes. or people who are better at spinning it to be something fun. And he like did a video or something with them where he's like giving all my friends the puzzle, like the QR puzzle. And it's like, is that really fair? Like you are, bought, you were like, what if your friend wins a hundred thousand yeah. dollars from like one that you didn't pay anything for? It's well, I would, I would certainly be curious in knowing how many of those puzzles actually paid out big prizes, like anything over think, like fifty dollars. Basically, I literally, don't think anything would be above like even five dollars. No. Like that's what I think. Everything is like very roll up the rim where yeah, it's exactly. like it's like there's like one puzzle out there where yeah. you'll get like 100k or whatever all the rest of them you'll get like 5 10 15 yeah. and so it's like yeah. well yeah you're gonna turn a fucking amazing profit off of that if you're charging 50 dollars per and puzzle. you have like diehard fans who just like blindly support you and everything oh my god that's they're insane. gonna buy multiple puzzles going to keep buying puzzles because they think that they'll win something from you oh my god i don't wish for the downfall of people well usually not <laughs> and it's like like i don't wish for like the downfall of david dobrik but like i really think it's time that this child not he's not a child he's a he's a man but this kid starts like having to pay the price for some of yeah. these things just like even a call out because it hasn't even gotten there yet to where like he's called out in any sort of big way. Like of yeah. course there's videos oh. of like people calling him out, but like Oh, the this when they were talking about it on the Frenemies podcast, I was like, Oh, I remember this because I saw the video yeah. when he has to take one of his vlogs down and he posts an <gasps> apology yes! video. Yes. And like to those of you um, who were offended by the video, I'm sorry. And to those of you who are upset that I took the video down, I'm sorry that I had to take it down, basically. Yeah, like, it was like, I'm the sorry. Other yeah, they're like, I'm <laughs> sorry that they were offended. Yeah. Like, like, I'm sorry if that made you upset. And then for those of you who didn't want it down, like, I'm sorry it made them upset. Like, it was very, like, like not sorry not, at all. Not apologizing at no. all. And it's like, annoyed. Like, that he I'd had like, to take it down. Literally annoyed that like yeah. a group of people dared to find it offensive. Yeah, because he was like running around in like some sort of like Native American headdress or something. Oh, yeah, God, pretty Great. sure that's what it was. So. <laughs> I think it was. Yeah. Um, good. So that's, good. That's good. Interesting. That's so good. It's just good. Like, I don't know. I just feel like there have been so many instances over the years, and 
you know, now he kind of has like this like really like family friendly image and he's like, I'm charitable and I'm giving money away and I'm a philanthropist and stuff like that. And it's like, yeah, but (laughs) (laughs) there's like a long history of you doing racist shit. Yeah. Um, predominantly like that's like the main thing but then like also just like other shit on top of that so maybe it's time to answer it's time (laughs) answer for your sins yes please my god what a time anyway i just felt like we had to like rant about that no we did because we hadn't (laughs) talked like there's a lot there's a lot Mm -hmm. there and we always talk about youtube yeah it's surprising that we haven't gotten there but now you know again you did it you just like like david just goes under the radar he even went under our radar so we and have to ours make that is right like hyper focused baby yeah. we're on it focus baby <laughs> oh is there anything else going on that we want to discuss before we get into our questions oh, our questions i just want to quickly say um fuck joss whedon and everything oh, he stands yes. for um charisma carpenter who is on buffy the vampire slayer and also angel she played bad bitch cordelia chase um she released a statement today basically um just confirming what a lot of people have speculated about for years which is that she was basically treated like shit on the set of predominantly angel um and that joss whedon is a tyrant and um should not be allowed to work ever again um and so she posted her statement and then Sarah Michelle Geller also came out and basically said, she's like, I don't really want to, she basically was like, I'm not going to get involved, but like, yeah. I stand with anybody coming forward about this. Yeah. Um, Which and is then, like, you know, <laughs> she, yeah, you know, she yeah. was just like, you know, like, I'm very grateful that like, I'll always be associated with Buffy and like, I'm very proud of like that character. But she was like, I don't want to be associated yeah. with this man. That's basically all I'll say. I'm standing with anybody who's coming forward. Amber Benson, who played, um, oh my God, Tara, Tara, Willow's girlfriend. Yeah. Um, she also put a statement out saying very similar things to what Charisma Carpenter was saying. Um, and then Michelle Trachenberg, who played Dawn, who's, we don't have to get into that right now. Um, but no, love her as a person. Um, she also came forward and said something and was kind of alluding to the fact that um, Joss Whedon was perhaps inappropriate, like sexually inappropriate oh, with her okay. on the set. And like, keep in mind, like she was literally a teenager when mm-hmm. she was on the show. Um, so within like a few hours, like four different women uh-huh. have come out basically mm-hmm. saying the same thing and like I said it's it's something that has been like long alluded to but people haven't like people said from it. the show haven't like come right out and said yeah. it so um I'm glad that Charisma Carpenter said something and I'm glad that a lot of other people are standing with her and I mean like yeah and as somebody like those like those two shows are like so important to me and yeah. mean so much to me and so, I mean, like, it's it's hard. And, like, we've talked about this on the podcast before, but it's, like, it's so hard when a shitty man makes something that you really like or means so much you to like. you. Yeah. Because it's, like, again, like, separating the shitty man from, you know, a show that means a lot to you. Yeah. And it's just, I hate it because, like, Buffy, Buffy is such, like, a feminist show and, like, she's a feminist yeah. character. 
and he and it's first... like a comfort show right? yeah like exactly it's that it's like to rewatch is like yeah yeah and it's like Joss Whedon for so long was able to like hide behind this persona of like I'm a feminist and like I love yeah. women and stuff like that it's like no you don't you're a fucking phony yeah harassed all the women on your set and made them feel uncomfortable and unsafe and we're and, just like ugh. mean and awful like just, just like ugh. horrible so anyway that's my little rant on that but I just I wanted to talk about that briefly because <laughs> it's really unfortunate um but I hope that by coming forward and talking about it, these women can find some semblance of peace. So, yeah. also men who <laughs> are like everything seeing this, just like stop <laughs> literally everything. But like also like if you're a man who like doesn't agree with the things happening, you tweeting like I always suspected it or like doesn't surprise me is really not helpful. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. That video of the guy. Yes. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It came up on my because he like retweeted it, but there's like this yeah. video that this guy did like a year or two ago where he's like basically parodying all those people that are like, well, I never liked him anyway. And it's just like you're not helping anyone oh. by saying that. Like your hot take is not as hot as you think it is. I like I like how often he reuses it yeah. like that's so dark that it happens that often but the amount of times he's like retweeted it and been like re whatever person yeah because he never says a name in it and he's like uh he did some awful things and you know what I for one wasn't surprised I didn't know but I always thought maybe <laughs> Yeah, I, I love that. Where he's like, I had no idea, and I don't know the person, but I can, I, I can honestly I say that I never liked him, and I had a feeling. Like it's just so like it's not helpful. It's not a helpful comment. Oh my god! Wait, speaking of unhelpful comments, mm. let's talk about TikTok really briefly. It's sure. not even like anything, but TikTok of corner un- unhelpful comments. <laughs> I've noticed Mm. now, last time I was noticing my 600 pound life on TikTok, this week I'm noticing a lot of comments Mm -hmm. um, that are the same thing. And I'm like, this is the most backhanded compliment. Oh no. Or like, it's not even a compliment. It's just like the most backhanded statement. I don't know (laughs) that I've ever seen, but I keep seeing it on like just repeat videos. Like someone Mm. will come out who's like different in some way like someone's <laughs> fat someone is like of a differing ability uh-huh. like there's someone I don't like I don't know it's just like someone has like something on their face like a mm-hmm. birthmark or something sure and someone in the comments will be like this comment section restored my faith in humanity what that, that is the what worst. <laughs> Like that is the worst because you're just sitting there saying, "Wow, good for you guys for not being complete assholes to this person who's different." Because I totally expected you to be assholes to this person who's different. Because when I saw the video, my first thought was something mean, so I went to go check if someone else said it to call them out. Yes, like it's just so I see it so often, or it's like I love how wholesome this comment section is with like little sparkles or like the little fairy emojis, or like. You're so brave. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say it has like the same energy as like when a fat woman just like posts a picture for self-existing. Standing there. And everyone is like, oh my God, you're so brave. Or like my favorite is, oh my God, if I looked like you, I would never (laughs) post a picture like that. I wish I had your confidence because 
I, I, I don't never. even wear a swimsuit. <laughs> oh my God. It's like you are literally the most horrendous looking person I've ever seen. And it brings me so much joy to know that you're happy when you look like that and you should never be happy, but you are. <laughs> and I think that's really brave of you to find joy, even though you're a disgusting loaf. <laughs> like it's or it's like, like, it's just like, you've made me feel better about myself. <laughs> it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like people, like people who are quote unquote different, like let's yeah. just keep using that. It's like, they do not exist to make you feel better no. about yourself. <laughs> also, like if you see a video and you go to the comments and you see people like being nice, you don't have to like comment on that. Just go to yourself. Oh, that's good. I'm yeah. glad. Keep going this comment section <laughs> stores my faith in humanity like okay you're taking it away now it's so deranged oh. oh my god that's just my my brief tiktok moment for i you. love that thank you for sharing it's just it's a lot it it's a is lot. it is absolutely or when people go like way too overboard with like compliments <laughs> and i'm like you're being mean now <laughs> like it just like you're being the dick now <laughs> yeah it's like Calm at a down. certain point like you surpass being nice yeah. and you somehow circle back to being a dick yeah it's <laughs> like I don't know how you made that jump but you have because again it's like like and using the, like using the example of like fat women because yeah. they so often like deal with shit like yeah. this where it's just like you know, like, you could just comment and be like, oh, my God, you look amazing. Yeah. But it's like, oh, my God, you are a goddess. You look amazing. You I are love so when brave. Women. You are so strong. I Like, and it's just like, okay. I've never seen it anyone it. wear a dress the way you are wearing that dress. Where did you get it? It won't fit you. It's from a plus size store. <laughs> You're not going to get one. Oh, my God. That's like when I used to work at Torrid. And skinny people would come in with their friend mm. and their friend would be trying things on. They're like, oh my God, I wish that we had this stuff. I'm like, you what have you every do? other store in this mall. Do not speak to me. It's like, not. also like no shade to Torrid. Full okay. shade to Torrid. <laughs> but like, as somebody who has gone into Torrid many a time, um, never was I thinking, oh wow. Have this. <laughs> it's literally like, you get 2,000 items, and one of them might be kind of nice. Yeah. And that's the ratio. I don't understand. Like, I guess, like, maybe it's different because, like, we're in Canada. But, like, so often, like, plus-size women that I follow on Instagram, like, they'll post outfit pics, and they, they're they tagging stuff, and it's from Torrid. And I'm like, surely not, not, <laughs> not up here. Not Zoe's Torrid. Not that one. Because I, I nary a nice thing was there. Patchwork <laughs> jeans were patchwork jeans definitely oh, were yeah oh Torrid. so i don't know like no disrespect like torrid must be like better in the states or something yeah. because like it has to be i don't know i don't know if like what it is if like the border won't let the nice stuff across <laughs> but like <laughs> like the fats can't have this <laughs> it's uh it's slim pickings <laughs> <laughs> So Zoe so so smartly, so intelligently. Big so brain. Beautifully. She's so she's my hero. She's so brave. Oh my brave. god, am I brave? I'm brave. You're brave. Um Do I she, restore your faith in humanity? You do. <laughs> like wow, I never would have thought of this. Um 
Zoe was like, oh, like Valentine's Day is coming up. We should do like some like V-Day themed questions. And I was like, then I had to look at the calendar because I was like, no, it's not. <laughs> I was like, you're I was, like, you're an idiot. <laughs> like I fully thought that there was like another week, like another episode that we would have before Valentine's Day. And then I was like, oh no, I guess it is this weekend. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're gonna, we're gonna answer I some. I like always forget, <laughs> but then family day yes family day is like right after it's very weird also family day what a fake holiday so that stupid. we get here but in i'm Ont- glad we get it off here in ontario <laughs> it's so funny um so we're gonna answer some valentine's day themed questions for um you our listeners yes. <laughs> first question first question Logan. what is your favorite valentine's candy or treat doesn't have to be candy necessarily okay. um i thought this was a really interesting question really thought-provoking <laughs> And I'd like to hit deep, like real <laughs> deep questions. Because I was like, I don't know what Valentine's Day candy is. Like right? it's been so long. Yeah. I so don't I literally remember. Googled Valentine's Day candy to like yes. prompt my memory. Yes. Um, and I honestly, I don't know if these like technically count, but I saw them and I was like, yeah, th- those yeah. slap. Um, Hershey's hugs. Oh, uh, yes. I prefer the hugs because mm-hmm. I like the white chocolate. Um, the kisses are fine, but yeah, the hugs are those. superior. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, I, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love gummy candies of all varieties. Mm, sure. So I like when like places come out where they're like, oh, we have like a fun like heart-shaped mm-hmm. gummy candy or something yeah. like that. But... I loved the heart-shaped um, package of Ferrero Rocher that oh come with, like, God. the white ones. Oh, yeah. I can't eat them. I can eat the white ones because all of a sudden I'm allergic to hazelnuts, I guess. Thanks for that, everyone. <laughs> really appreciate that. <laughs> um, but those Yeah, slap. that's good shit. That <laughs> you is get the good variety. Shit. You get the dark ones, the white chocolate mm-hmm. ones. No, and variety is really important. Variety is, is the spice of life after, <laughs> after all. all. it is okay favorite love song oh my god um I picked three okay um because I couldn't narrow it down there's a lot of the questions that I have multiple things for oh just just wait until we get to favorite (laughs) rom-com it's got a laundry list um okay favorite love song I love um then came you by Dionne Warwick and the spinners that's a great one um, this will be an everlasting love by Natalie oh, Cole. Yes, that's, that's a good one. One of my all-time favorite songs. It gets me so hyped. Um, and <laughs> then, <laughs> yeah, it just makes me happy. And I love this. Is I say this every time I talk about this song, but it's in the Parent Trap, which I think most people know runs over the final credits. But then the Parent Trap starts with L O V E by Nat King Cole, yes. who's obviously her dad, and so that makes me happy. I like that connection. Um, and then my third and final pick was By Your Side, the Neptunes remix by Sade. That oh. fantastic song. Love it so much. That version is beautiful. I have two. The, the first two that came to mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing like hand things. It's <laughs> fine. Um, is Dream a Little Dream of Me, but the Cass Elliot version. Okay. Like all versions of that song. I like I mean, it's a good song. <laughs> I like the Cass Elliot one. And then If Not for You by Bob Dylan. 
Oh, see, I like that one. I'm not a Bob Dylan person, but I do respect that choice. I think it's a fun, it's a fun song. Sometimes yeah. his voice, I, I do like Bob Dylan, but I can't like do a full day of just listening to oh, him. Oh no, it needs variety. He needs yeah. to be on a playlist. Otherwise, I'm like, stop, <laughs> stop. You sound like Mom, a dying cat. Why are you drowning? Sounds oh, <laughs> oh, like you're drowning. Um, yeah, but, I have, I have a whole playlist on Spotify of love songs that I enjoy so I picked my three favorites off of that Same. to answer I this question two from that playlist that I have look at us <laughs> because despite the fact that I have never once fantasized about getting married or having a wedding I do have a wedding playlist ready to go yes. <laughs> that's that's it that's that's where we that's where the planning starts and ends yeah for us <laughs> Fruz. except on Pinterest <laughs> Where Our... I planned your entire wedding. <laughs> and it's beautiful. It'll it be beautiful. beautiful. It's so... going to be good. <laughs> um, did you hand out Valentines in school? And did you have a favorite set of Valentines that you handed out? Um, so I did hand out Valentines. And that was always so fun. Yes. I think that was just like, that is one of the more wholesome things that you get it to is. do as a kid. Is go out to the store and buy one of those boxes of valentines and then you like write them all for your classmates and then of course and then you get your class list and then of course like you pick out your favorite to like give to your crush yeah you're like oh my god i'm sending signals for my friends (laughs) and then like the really good one for him like Mm -hmm. sprinkle that in there um and then you'd like go around and like you'd have like your little kleenex box on your desk for like the valent that was always so fun oh my goodness um I was trying to remember and like I don't like vividly remember like a favorite like set that I got but I like the ones that were always like whatever like pop culture thing was like big at the time you know like those are always fun spice girl ones like I now that I'm like (gasps) thinking about them like I'm pretty sure I like you spice up my life yeah like things like that (laughs) like um, I I also about <laughs> um I liked it on the day, mm-hmm. but like the lead up to it filled me with anxiety. Mm. Like I was like, I don't want to do it. I'm gonna miss someone. I'm gonna give oh. someone the wrong impression. Oh, I with the Valentine I picked. That's true. Like there was like a lot that you had to think yeah. about. You know, it you didn't want it to be like a Lisa Simpson, Ralph Wiggum, I no. choose you, choose you moment. Yeah. Where it's like he is reading too much into this. That's the fear. That was the fear going into it. I was yeah. like, I don't want, I don't want this the way you want this. Yeah, exactly. Like mm, mixed signals. <laughs> I'm just like so in high demand, even as a child, that I didn't want to send mixed signals yeah, to anyone. Absolutely. Um, I do remember. I don't remember what they said, mm-hmm. but I remember getting some that were like cats and dogs of course but remember that period of like late 90s early mm-hmm. 2000s where mm-hmm. they had like cards that had like raised felt that yes. you could like pet it was mm-hmm. like that so yes. like the cat's ears and oh, the dog's ears had that like <laughs> felt and I was like this is the height of luxury That's great. I love like a little mixed media moment you yes. know with like some it was texture. very popular <laughs> at the time it was like we're gonna put a little bit of fluff on this yeah, card love it Spice it up. <laughs> okay, this is the moment you've been waiting for. Yeah. Favorite rom-com. Okay. Um, I narrowed it down to 10. 
and I, I expect nothing less. I simply couldn't narrow it down any less than that, and I'm probably still missing a lot. So we'll run through this relatively quickly. Yeah. Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. I feel like there had been a dearth of rom-coms for like a decade, mm-hmm. and then that came out, and I was like, this has restored this my is- faith in humanity. <laughs> you're brave for that yeah they yeah love crazy rich asians um i always i always cry at the wedding scene when they when oh it's so pretty to look at each other oh my goodness the the venue is gorgeous and then that beautiful cover of um can't help falling in love with you which that's another good song gorgeous another good song love that that is on my playlist that i previously (laughs) mentioned um so yeah crazy rich asians also to all the boys i've loved before oh yes wow gotta wow the just the sheer that is like just serotonin straight in my veins like just shoot just right away like it just the chemistry that lana condor and um noah centineo have together is so so i love it so much it makes me so happy they're so perfect they're so cute I love that that's that's I would die for that that's I would that's a beautiful movie um this one is (laughs) granted kind of (laughs) it hasn't like aged the best yeah and it's like some could see it as problematic but it's pretty woman (laughs) with Richard Gere and Julia Roberts there's nothing wrong um yeah I mean like maybe it's certainly it's just one of those movies that like it wouldn't get made today and you know so that's why I'm grateful that it was made in 1990 (laughs) um I just I love it it's so good um good and it just it makes me makes me happy and there's so many iconic scenes and outfits and the chemistry between the two of them is really great um 10 things I hate about you yes a classic it's um it's wow I love that movie I can't count the amount of times I've seen that in my lifetime um it's one of my all-time faves and I just I miss Heath Ledger so so dearly (laughs) um it's so sad it's um it's tragic but it's so funny watching that and seeing like him and a young Joseph Gordon-Levitt and a young Julia Stiles and a young David Crumholtz like it's just like oh my god they're all so cute I love them a guy on TikTok who looks literally like their child yes obsessed with him um also Gabrielle Union has not aged in not in um, a, not at all 20 plus years mm-hmm. so that's incredible mm-hmm. um the wedding singer yeah that's such a good one um, I really just think that Adam Sandler and um, Drew Barrymore should just always make movies together. Yes. They're just, they're so good. They're yes. so good together, the two of them. Um, fantastic. Bridget Jones' Diary. Amazing. Incredible. Like, I feel like the success of, like, any rom-com is, like, do you have Colin Firth or do you have um, Hugh Grant? Yeah. And that one had both of them, so it, it doesn't get much better than win. that. <laughs> um, oh, this one I feel like you'll appreciate, and it's probably on your list, Crazy Stupid Love. Yes. I yes, mean, it is. What can I say? I love that movie so much. Um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Again, Matthew McConaughey and Kate mm-hmm. Hudson have such good chemistry in that movie. They should only work together yeah. on rom-coms. Yeah. 
and the world would be a better place. I now think. I feel like watching that. <laughs> I watched it um, relatively recently, like within the last few months. And it's just, I love when she goes and meets his family. Oh. That is, that's one of my the favorites. Bathroom. The bathroom. The bathroom scene. Oh my, again, the chemistry is oh, palpable. That's so good. That's so good. Um, it's complicated. Yeah. Fantastic. That movie. God damn it. It's so good. I like went through and like a Nancy Myers phase over the holidays. And so I watched that and some other ones. Um, I love it's complicated. It's so good. It is so good. It's so funny. John Krasinski is in it. And like, that's not really like the main point of like the romantic comedy point. aspect. But like, he is so goddamn funny in it. And wow, wonderful. It's also nice to see like a romantic comedy with like older people yeah that's refreshing yes um and then last but not least is the holiday oh yes you know yeah you gotta you gotta have it so that's that's a that's a film that will never get old (laughs) we'll never be bored of that movie frankly none of these i'll ever be bored of they're all they're all perfect movies so i have some on my list that will upset logan and that's okay. I'm scared now. <laughs> it's movies that she's like, she'll probably be like, again, you're watching that again when I watch it. Oh, letters to Juliet. <laughs> yeah, it's on there. You better believe it's on there. <laughs> that one's done. We don't need to know. That no, is I on mean, there. <laughs> feel free to discuss. You know, let the people know why you love it so much. Because I've never seen you. it. <laughs> you should watch it. I think that if given the chance, you would like it. <laughs> It's good. I, I the end. He ruins it with like a stupid cheesy line happens at the end, and I just like it kills the vibe a bit. But bitch, don't kill my vibe, you know. And they did. And they, <laughs> they, they chose to do did. it regardless. <laughs> so my number one was the wedding singer too, because mm-hmm. I just think that's a timeless, timeless movie. It is. It's just always gonna be good. It's just there's so much good about it. Yeah. No, it's perfect. And little young Adam Sandler with his curly hair. Okay, Adam good. Sandler is a cutie. Okay, he is. and I'll be the first to say it. I'll, look, hey, <laughs> we're gonna say it. He's brave and he's <laughs> bold and he's beautiful. <laughs> so there's that. Mm-hmm. I have Pretty in Pink. Aww. love that movie. Yeah. I love Ducky more, but I understand. I understand. <laughs> I have to understand. Blame. That's not a name. That's an appliance. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it is. Oh. I just the the dance Ducky dancing scene is just. That's a good one. Chef's kiss. Leap year is another one that Logan <laughs> is like. You're watching this again. That's on there. I've seen that and... movie like once, and like. It's fine. <laughs> like it's you good. seem to like love it. it so much. I love it. I don't know why. I just think it's fun. <laughs> and that's I all that matters. Neat. I just the think they're neat. The bats. I just think they're neat. <laughs> um, letters to Juliet as discussed. <laughs> Crazy stupid love as discussed. Mm-hmm. Um, early two thousands teen rom-coms with amanda Bynes. anyone oh yeah there's a lot to choose from yes Mm -hmm. sydney white yes yeah all of them see i didn't put any of those on my list because like while i do understand that they could be classified as romantic comedies i see them more as like chick flicks as much as i don't love that like term (laughs) term 
Um, but there is romance and they are comedies, yeah. so you're absolutely right. I would I would just have to sprinkle them in there. Yeah. That's that's my that's it. <laughs> that's that is a good a good uh mix of movies. You got, think, you know, a little something for everyone. <laughs> I think that you should watch um while you have this time to watch things. I don't. I don't have the time. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> you should watch Letters to Juliet. I think okay. it's good. Is it available on streaming anywhere? It might be on Crave. Okay. I'll I'll look for it. It's good because it's also, it's older people. There's like two separate stories happening. Oh, okay. That's cute. Yeah. It's very, it's very cute. <laughs> we're fighting. Okay. We're going to fight. <laughs> oh my God. We're fighting. Oh my God. This is it. Okay. <laughs> Next question is favorite romantic movie, not a comedy, just like a dramatic serious. Yeah. I like the way that you worded it. When I asked you for the question, you're like favorite serious romantic movie. <laughs> I was like, ooh, serious. I, I didn't know how to say it in a way that wasn't rom com. Um, no, it was good because I um it made me think about it. And I mean, I don't I don't make it a habit to watch serious films because I'm not a serious gal. Serious gal. Um I don't like movies that make me cry typically. Mm-hmm. Um but I I said Titanic because yeah. that was I was gonna I would guess that for yeah. you. I was like, I it was like, did she write that so I could say Titanic? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the only one I could think of. I couldn't think of any other like yeah, I only romantic have one. dramas. <laughs> I only have one for this also, mm. but Brooklyn. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I, I love I love Brooklyn so much. I was I've watched it so many through, times. I was like looking through a list of like romantic movies yeah. and like I saw Brooklyn or something made me think of Brooklyn and I was like, oh, I remember Zoe talking about how much she loved that movie. So I was like, I bet that's going to be on here. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It, and it's not like depressing. Like I, it's yeah. just, it's not like I wouldn't say it's a rom-com, but yeah. there are funny parts to it. Like it's not all like. Just like Titanic. There are some exactly. really funny parts. Exactly. <laughs> What if I just got really dark? It was like, like when they hit the iceberg. That was hilarious. That's when it really takes a turn and really goes straight into like the uh, the highbrow humor. <laughs> Remember when we were out going um to Margarita's for dinner and we ran across a couple of people talking about the Titanic, and someone said, "No, I haven't seen it, but I know how it ends." Yeah. I think about that on a regular basis. Anytime anyone mentions movies, the Titanic, <laughs> boats, icebergs, <laughs> that's where my head goes. I'm like, but I know how it ends. Like, I would hope so. I've it never was seen Titanic, event. but I know how it ends. The way we just looked at each other, it was just like, did you hear that? Or was it just me who heard that? No, no, I heard oh, it too. <laughs> God, it's beautiful. But do you recommend watching Brooklyn? Yeah, I um I haven't actually seen it. I think um, it is on Netflix now. Maybe. Yeah, I think my mom saw it like when it came out and I remember she said she really liked it, but it was just it was one of those things that just I the wrong time, you know? I just I didn't <laughs> I understand. I didn't see it. So, but it's um it's Sersha Ronan, right? She's a yes. delight. So, it's very good. I enjoy it quite a bit. <laughs> best trope in tv movies fan fiction whatever whatever you want what's the what are the best tropes i feel like we're gonna have the same ones yeah um i have two i have enemies to lovers check (laughs) 
chef's kiss discuss uh, you know <laughs> it's I've never seen that in anything or like read that in anything and not been like hell yeah yeah <laughs> like no. not once like I like if I see that like I'm all in mm-hmm. like yeah sign me I'm the like, fuck up <laughs> oh yeah this is getting good let's go it's perfect um I also love a fake relationship that results in real feelings <laughs> check uh, that one's good there too like what more could you want that's the best like oh we have to fake a relationship oh we have to fake date (laughs) but now I like you oh my god oh it gets me so riled up I love it it's so good it's so good that's another one that I was like yeah yeah Yeah. you're gonna fake date yeah hell yeah yeah, you are (laughs) also I think this one is more specific to like the olden days of fanfic on tumblr (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but the old there's only one room yes. we have to share a room there's only one bed <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness what are we gonna do <laughs> great always Love good that. yeah no that that hits the spot for it sure. does <laughs> it does okay favorite tv couple last question okay it could also be movie if you want. I didn't put movie ones down, but if you oh, have that changes you have everything. Some... No, okay, I just didn't. TV. Just I TV. just did TV and I picked a single couple. Oh. Um and it's Joey and Pacey from Dawson's Creek. Yes. <laughs> that's that's all I need in this life of sin is those two. <laughs> I... I have not watched the show, but mm-hmm. from things you've shown me and things I've seen, I yeah. I agree. <laughs> I was on Instagram, I mean, like, constantly, but, <laughs> like, within like the last... Like, right now! Within the last couple of weeks on my Explore page, um, there were, like, some screenshots from, like, an episode of Dawson's Creek that I really yeah. love. It's a really good Joey and Pacey episode. And, like, just looking at the screenshots, I was, like, getting, like, Fluttery. worked up about it. I was like, oh, my God. I oh, my this. God. <laughs> okay that's 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 it for me (laughs) I have a couple oh can I guess can I guess who one it's gonna be Jackie and Hyde from that's the first one (laughs) check when it was good it was good and then it didn't end it didn't end well in real life because we know what a charmer that man is yeah yeah um but, you know, it was just, like, it's the build-up. It's the enemies to lovers. <laughs> I know. See, like, this is the thing. It's, like, I had a lot of other couples that, like, I could have put on here. Like, I was thinking, like, Jess and Rory from Gilmore Girls. Yeah. But it's, like, I'm thinking about it. And it's, like, did I like them as a couple so much as I liked him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, yeah. also, it doesn't end with them together, which is mm-hmm. a travesty. Yeah. So it's, like, I don't love that. He deserved better. And I was thinking of Logan and Veronica from Veronica Mars. We all know how oh. that ends. <laughs> that one, that one hurts. That one hurts like, as someone hearing you. Retell. I was like, I don't think I can say that either Mm-mm. because that's tragic. <laughs> yeah. So I kept like talking myself out of mm-hmm. other couples, and I was like, No, Joey and Pacey are the only ones that I can rely on. <laughs> like literally it. Um, yeah, two of the three that I have, oh, no, two of the four, sorry, mm-hmm. I can't count, um, <laughs> don't end up together. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's but fine. They don't have to. So I have Jackie and Hyde. Mm-hmm. I just like the buildup of that. When it yeah. happens, you feel like, finally. And also, another trope back to that is, like, someone who is, like, 
very like tough and like hard exterior and someone who's like a giant softy and yes. like bubbly that's a good that's I like best. that I like that mm-hmm. um another one that don't doesn't end together but is very good to watch the story happen is Ray and Finn from my <gasps> mad fat diary oh god rip my heart out why don't you I can't do it but it's like it they don't end up together but it's still a very good like love story it is still through it the is. whole thing yeah oh very I'm good sad. I'm gonna start <laughs> sobbing like literally okay classic one mm-hmm. Gomez and Morticia <laughs> Okay. Okay, that's technically from a movie. I mean, um, unless I, well, I mean, like, I guess like the Adam Sandler is like a TV show, but like I, I know that you're talking about yeah. like Angelica Houston and yes. Ra- Raul Julio. So I just think that is a very that's a very good one. <laughs> yeah, that is a good one. We love. But we movie, stand. we'll we'll cut it out. No, it's fine. It counts because you then <laughs> said that it could be movies, but I hadn't prepared for that. So, and they are I... from a TV show, but. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, what was the other one? I wrote it down and now it's gone. Oh, Ben and Leslie Aww, from Parks, from and, Parks Rec. and Rec. I think that's that's so good. That's a it good is like really re- good. having like rewatched it. Just like the build up of that is very good. The yeah. tension. <laughs> the tension. The tension. It's Aww, very good and enjoyable. They are. They're such cuties. I contemplated putting um, Jim and Pam from The yeah. Office, but then I was like, that's like very basic bitch of me. Like maybe I should not. But, no, like, but it's I like, yes. do genuinely like Jim and Pam, although I don't like how like their relationship kind of goes at the end and then they're both kind of annoying and stuff. Yeah. So I left that out. <laughs> My parents have not watched The Office. so I'm, My like, mom hasn't them- watched it either. I'm making them watch it now. It was a battle because the first season they did not want to watch okay. it after that and this, I was like wait yes. just wait it this is good. the problem that I'm having because I want my mom to watch The Office because yeah. I think she would like it yeah but like I have made the mistake of being like the first season's really shitty yeah yeah <laughs> so it's like she doesn't want to invest the time to like get past that that's the problem like it's just like not like it doesn't grab you no it's like not there are a good parts season. that are funny but like I don't know if like I was going in like blindly without knowing people who have watched it and mm-hmm. said it was good if I would have like stuck around after the first season yeah. but like yeah so Jim and Pam are a favorite at least <laughs> for a while for most of it gets done at the end but do you I have don't... favorite movie couples Oh God, I wasn't I wasn't prepared for this. I did not have you time pull to out prepare. a notebook. <laughs> I wasn't prepared. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I would say like a lot of the ones from the rom-coms that I mentioned. Yeah. Like Laura Jean, Peter Kavinsky. Yes. Yes. So Babies. Hug them. Um Kat and Patrick from Ten Things I Hate About You. Mm-hmm. Um I, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think of other ones. Oh God, I'm so stressed. I mean, like, I'm Jack sorry. And Rose from Titanic, even though it doesn't end well. But like, what a beautiful love story. Well, it lasts. I know. I know. There's just so many. Like, I know that the second we stop talking about this, I'm gonna be like, oh, this movie and this thing. Yeah, but exactly. It's just there's so many good. There's so many good ones. <laughs> so many good ones I just I love it I love um I love rom-coms I love 
I love seeing people happy. I love the buildup. I love yes. the chase. Yes. Oh, it's the best. It's so good. It's so good. <sighs> that little bit of conflict. <laughs> yeah. See, I think that's like part of the reason why I couldn't put Jess and Rory on my list of TV couple, my list that yeah. consisted of one couple. Um, because the best part of it is like, it's like the buildup. Like it's the yeah. chase. Once they start dating, it's almost immediately downhill. Yeah. And I'm like, that's like Jack Keen Hyde <laughs> I know, right? It's like it's just like getting there is so good, and then it gets there, and then it's done. Getting there is half the fun, you know. <laughs> Amen, sister. Oh God, and just oh. so good. So many good ones. The Big Sick was another good rom com. Just recently watched that uh, over the week. I mean, I had obviously seen it yeah. before you and I saw it in theaters together. Oh, remember? Remember going, going to the to movies? Theaters? um but yeah my mom and I watched it over the weekend because oh, it had both so it had been a while since we had seen it yeah and it is it's a good it's a good like offbeat romantic comedy I love Ray Romano in it is so good and funny it is <laughs> so delightful and it makes me emotional yes <laughs> yes all around yes uh yeah no that's a good one I also really like if we're talking like offbeat romantic comedies yeah um the f word with Daniel Radcliffe and also Zoe Kazan she's just like the queen of off I've never seen that rom-coms it's also called what if it's one of those movies that has like two different titles depending yeah. on what like region you're in like that weird devil's hand or whatever Monkey paw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah the f word is really really good it was filmed in Toronto huh. um and it's delightful um is Adam driver in it I, I believe you think he is um yeah it's really good I would definitely recommend that it's kind of it's like the same sort of like like a quirky rom-com yeah. but not like in an annoying way yeah <laughs> do you have a worst rom-com you've ever seen oh god yeah I mean like there are some dogs out there there's for some, sure there's some bad um ooh. or just like romance movie Anything. Yeah, I'm like trying to think like if I can like pinpoint like one of the worst ones. I really don't like Ghosts of Girlfriends Past with Matthew oh, McConaughey and yeah. Jennifer Garner. That was I it was one of those movies that like I saw it when it like initially came out and like liked it well enough and then like I just never yeah. really revisited it. And then like a couple of years ago my mom was like, "Oh, we should watch that." And like I couldn't get all the way through it. His character is so unlikable. He yeah. is just like such a dick, like such like a womanite, like not yeah. in like a it's charming not like, way. No, there's not a way that you feel like, oh, at the end, I think he's like redeemed himself. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, so that's one that comes to mind. Have you seen, it's not a, it's not a rom-com, but it's like a romance drama, romantic drama Mm. or whatever. Have you seen The Spectacular Now? Oh, no, that's with Miles Teller, right? Yeah, Yeah, no. It's Miles Teller and what's, what's her name? Shailene Woodley. Shailene Woodley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Hands down has to be one of like the, the, like (laughs) most angry I felt after watching a movie because there's parts in it where he's just like, downright like abusive like just like emotionally yeah just like and you're just like you're supposed to like like you're supposed to be like oh my god that's so he's so passionate he loves her like there's a part like he literally kicks her out of the car on the highway at nighttime and like Mm. drives away 
no that's gonna be and a no all I for saw me. was like people talk about like how good it was and how much they loved them together and all this and I was like I just watched you like for like an hour and a half trying to like romanticize this abusive relationship yikes I, it's bad it's a, it's not one that I I enjoy and it's one of those things where it's like oh my god the popular guy likes this like nerdy introverted girl all of a sudden and like oh my god she was hot the whole time oh my god okay that's a bad trope if we're talking about tropes that we like that's a trope that we don't like me and my homies hate that trope (laughs) (laughs) that's the one we we don't do what did i watch the other day because i just like wanted something to put on the background Mm. Uh oh the duff the desiccated ugly fat friend that's a bad trope too that's the same bad trope yeah that i still have not seen that because the title alone just really puts me off (laughs) it's um it's it's one of those two where you know you're supposed to like the main character but you don't really Mm, yeah it's like one of those where you're like well i think you're just kind of being annoying (laughs) right like you're annoying it's like yeah your friends are very pretty but like they're also really nice and like you're like oh my god they're hot so like I'm the worst it's like maybe it's like you you are like Like, you really are yeah so but that's another one where it's like oh my god she was beautiful the whole time oh my god wait what was that one um with Noah Centineo was in it and then the girl from Stranger Things where she was like catfishing him the entire time and then like pretended to be like hard of hearing or something in that one scene I didn't love that oh my god yes I can't remember what it was called I know I completely forgotten about it (sighs) I feel like there's another one with Miles Teller that I was like, this is not doing it for me. Um, he's in one with Sarah Highland. Sarah Highland, is that her name? Um, the girl from the Modern, Modern Family. Family. Um, I think that might be it. It's I like think it's called night One Night Stand. Yeah, yeah, One Night Stand or something. I haven't seen get, it. Like, trapped. But, yeah. I've seen that one. They get trapped in like a snowstorm after One Night Stand. Yeah, that's funny. And so it's two nights and then they They have to get to know each other (laughs) oh my god because there's nothing else to do (laughs) but I don't know he he doesn't I don't know (laughs) do do you not like Miles Teller I just feel like everything exclusive it's an exclusive scoop everything I've seen him in it's like hasn't been like a a likable guy yeah, fair enough. I find him really attractive. He is very attractive. Like I will. So I'm say able that. to like look past it. Oh my god! Wait, this is like unrelated, but like I thought of it the other day, and I was trying to like type it out to you, and then I was like, "Fuck it!" Like I'll just like bring this up the next time I'm like talking to her. Do you remember when I, this was like back when we were like able to hang out in person? Yeah. And we were watching a bunch of those celebrities read thirst tweets videos. Yeah. And it was like, we watched like three back to back and like everyone, I was like, oh, he's like really attractive. And you're like, yeah, you have a type. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? You think, you think he's attractive and the too? third one, you're like, oh yeah, no, like I know. Is it him? Do you think he's attractive? Because <laughs> it was like Gavin Leatherwood from Sabrina. Yeah. Charles Melton, who's like problematic, but like yeah, but hot, but like very good looking, and then like I don't even remember who like the third one was, but like I was just like, wow, like he's cute. And you're like, yeah, no shit. 
no shit honey <laughs> oh god i was thinking about that the other day and like truly like hysterically laughing i was I like okay drag me <laughs> those were so fun i know uh doing things in person wow hanging out with your friends what a foreign concept what a, what a journey that would be if you could do that <laughs> something to aspire to i guess uh, one day <laughs> one day that could be us is there anything else um don't forget to follow us on the social media <laughs> there was a nice hair flip there that you guys missed but it was good um we're on twitter and instagram at honestlypod and facebook.com slash honestly pod uh you can email us at the honestly podcast at gmail.com we have a website which is the honestly slash home don't forget the slash home. It will lead you nowhere. And you want to go to the website. And you want to go to the website. Um, we also have merchandise for merchandise. Um, there's a little merch tab on the website that you can click on. Go check things out. Or you can go to honestlypod.threadless.com. Hell Look yeah. who got it right this <laughs> Hell week. Hell yeah. Good job, me. Um, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, soundcloud potable pocket casts perhaps some other places i don't know um if you leave us a review send us a screenshot of it and we'll send you some truly limited edition honestly pod never to be seen again never (laughs) once they're gone they're gone baby they're gone get them while they're hot (laughs) get them while they're hot absolutely um is that it that's all all right Mm, Bye. bye Happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Oh my God, you're wearing Valentine's Day colors. (laughs) Oh my God, I am.